Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Please be advised that Six Degrees of Reality TV contains explicit language. Hi and welcome to Six Degrees of Reality TV, the podcast where two MFAs try to figure out what the hell is happening on our screen. My name is Amy and I hold an MFA in creative nonfiction. And my name is Leslie and I hold an MFA in creative writing fiction. And together we are trying to uncover what it means to fall in love on reality TV. Hi guys, welcome to Six Degrees of Reality TV. My name is Amy, I'm your co-host. And I am Leslie. Leslie, I am so excited. Decision day, decision day. Guys, full disclosure, I completely spoiled something for Leslie. I wanted to kill her. I mean, I was happy (laughs) with what the outcome was, but I was like, no! Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm not going to spoil it now because I'm going to let you do your amazing summary and get us there. But I just kind of went, blah, blah, blah. And I told her a decision and she was like, um, I'm going to come through the screen and murder you right now. Yeah, basically. And also I had to stay off our social media because you guys are so thirsty. Y'all some thirsty bitches. Y'all just like, <laughs> we least this now. I need to know your opinion. I'm like, I got a job. <laughs> Speaking of, if you hear my washer and dryer running, if you hear automation in the background, um, hashtag real life. I'm doing some towels while I'm home today. Nice. Got my COVID booster yesterday. Had a bad headache this morning. Stayed home. Now I'm doing uh, some towels. So that's are my you, exciting are you life. Active yet? Do you have powers? Um, well, I just radioed Bill Gates and okay. told him I'm ready for assimilation now. So okay, perfect. Just plug me into the Borg. Yeah, I'm going tomorrow. <laughs> so we'll we'll see how my transformation goes. We'll, we'll see. see how it goes. <laughs> All right, so let's get right to it. We have a lot to talk about. Mm-hmm. Should I should I talk about my running with little potato? Yes. Listen, listen this was ooh, this was big. I loved it. I mean, I felt well, bad for you. Well, it wasn't huge, but it was like it was bizarre. And I felt bad for you in the sense that I'm like, oh, I don't want people to come after my Amy, but this is great content, so I'm awful. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, so I'm in a bunch of married at first sight groups, and so is Ryan, mm-hmm. which is like just the ickiest move that you could ever do. Like, okay, so you guys know all season I've been saying he is completely consumed with what people think of him. This is exactly what is going on here. He trolls these groups, and apparently he trolls Reddit, and he fights with people who say negative things about him. What a job. <laughs> so all I said was somebody had posted a rumor. Guys, skip ahead a little bit, a few minutes if you don't want to hear this rumor. We don't know if it's true. But somebody had posted something about Brett had met a guy halfway through filming and she was seriously dating him the entire time. So she's such a hypocrite, blah, blah, blah. Okay. 
All I said was in this group, I know someone who knows Ryan, which is true yes. because remember, guys, we Leslie and I got our inside source mm-hmm. who predicted and told us everything Ryan had said was going to happen. Mm-hmm. So all I said was, look, I know somebody who knows this guy. And he told her everything that happened this season and did not mention this. Exactly. So I don't feel like it's true. That's all I said. And he comes for me like in typical <laughs> bro way. And he's like, oh, ho, 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 you don't know me. And then his sister chimes in like, who is this lady? Zero friends in common. Ha, ha, ha. I'm like, okay, simmer down, Hash Brown. Like I literally was just saying, I don't think this is true. Oh my God, he is so aggro. That's it. Like, he didn't really come for me after that. But I just, I, I found it. response, though, because you were like, she actually was nice about you. So if you want to look like an asshole, go right ahead. Yeah, so I replied back. I'll put the screenshots. Up. Oh, no, I can't because I don't want people finding me on Facebook. <laughs> no, you <laughs> just like cross out your. I will. Okay, I will. Like, I'll put the screenshots on Instagram because then I said to him, look, dude. This girl said nothing but nice things about me about you. But if you want to prove her wrong, go ahead. Mm-hmm. But like, th- my encounter was tame compared to some of the stuff that I've been seeing him fighting with people about. Like, they're just coming for him. Like, you're a misogynist. You're gross. You're an asshole. And he's just like, oh, oh, oh. Uh, you just wait. The truth is going to come out about Brett. The truth is going to come out. Like, whatever. The the whole lame the lamest part of this story is that he's in these groups trying to defend himself. He's disgusting. If I were on a TV show like that, I would not be in any of the groups. Oh my god, I'd I don't want to know. Anything. I'd be hiding. Yeah. Do you think he listens to us? If you are, you're a loser. <laughs> no, I'm <just> kidding. <laughs> if you're listening no, if you, to us, if you are listening, you know we didn't say anything damaging to your character the only thing we said is that you're boring and we had some intel and we shared it and we protect that person's identity because we're not you know and people the point we were making at least i was making i don't want to speak for leslie is you in trying so hard to come off as the nice guy you came off as a douchebag exactly because you came off completely insincere like, if you were just like, eh, I am not feeling it, don't like Brett, she's not my type, fine, whatever. I mean, people probably would have thought you were an asshole anyway, but I think less people would have thought you were an asshole. Yeah. Instead of just trying to be like, Brett is so great, Brett is so great, and then telling, apparently telling people behind her back, like, no, no way, done. Mm-hmm. So I think it was just the insincer- insincerity that kind of drove me crazy about him. And dude, let that, he even admits this. We'll get to it, but he admits it. He's like, I couldn't have difficult conversations with you. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. So that's, that's potato gate. Um, (laughs) All right. So if you guys saw the episode, most of it is just rehashing what has happened already. 90% of it is recap. So when we get into the couples, we're not going to go through all of that. We're just going to kind of anything important maybe but we're gonna get right to decision day so we're gonna start with our pastor cal introduction like we always do today is decision day and we hope this night away oh wait first we have some very slow motion very dramatic head turning by every single person (laughs) do you notice this yeah (laughs) 
And then today's decision day, we hope this night away has given our couples time to reflect on how far they've come and whether or not they want their journey forward to include one another. So we're going to start with our favorites, Gil and Mirla. Yeah. So Yay. basically the episode starts with we're getting these small clips of all the participants at the top of the episode yep. giving us status updates on their mental state. Like, okay, going into decision day, this is how I'm feeling. You know, we spent the night away from our significant others. So blah, blah, blah. So Gil couldn't sleep. And he tells us that it's because wifey wasn't in bed. And I was like, oh, that's sweet. And Johnny, you know, steaming his shirt. That was mm-hmm. her hair. And then we see Zach, shirtless in bed, talking about <laughs> how he hopes Michaela's in a good headspace. And then we see Michaela saying she feels good about her answer, and she is not nervous at all. Okay. And then Put we a get pin Johnny, in that. And this is a quick, a little quickie. Johnny says um, he needs to be honest with the experts and bow, and it could go either way. And I'm just like, okay, here we go. Yeah. So finally, our first couple, Mirla and Gil... So after multiple clips of their time together, we have Mirla enter decision day room. She looks stunning. Like I, I want to say something. Outfit. People are coming for her on her makeup. I think she looks great. I think she looks great. I mean, on her worst day, she looks 10 times better than me. So I'm not going to say a word. The color of the eyeshadow was a bit too dramatic and made it look like she had hit herself in the face. You know, like a black eye. Because yes. it was too dark. Yeah, so she has, like, this button-down, like, shirt dress, and it's super nice. And then she has, like, these really high, I'm, like, trying to think of the material. It's, like, velvet boots. I was like, okay, girl. Okay, guys, do not expect this level of discussion and detail around clothing from me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to be like, Ryan, Brett walks in, she's wearing a dress. (laughs) She's wearing a dress. She's shimmery, and her eyeshadow matches her dress. Okay. I did notice that. So, Mirla tells the experts she has been feeling confident and as confident as she did on her wedding day. So, Viviana asks about wedding day, and Mirla says, It's terrible. I never really wanted a wedding. It was a long And that she had expected, it was longer than she expected, and she said, Oh, yeah, it was terrible. So, everybody is kind (laughs) of like, Okay, wait. She's joking, right? Nope. And um, she's like, no, I just didn't like any of it. She said it was too much and she doesn't like meeting new people. So they're like, why would you get married at first sight? That's the whole point. You're meeting new people. I know. That was a little weird. And she was like, well, I wanted a husband and that was a way to get a husband. So it was worth it. You know, and I was like, okay. So I can't tell if Viviana is impressed by her honesty or is appalled because she has like this weird smirk on her face that I'm just like. I don't know which direction it's going. I feel like she's an acquired taste, and mm-hmm. we've acquired her, and we like her. Yeah. But I can see how people who don't really know her that well are just like, oh, come on. Like, you can't even say you liked your wedding. Come on. I mean, I could get if she said things like, you know, the wedding was very awkward. You know, you're meeting a stranger, and then sure. your family, everything is happening so fast. It was overwhelming. I didn't like that experience. Yeah. Okay. Then it seems like you're a reasonable person. But for you to say, I hated it. It was terrible. It was awful. Yeah. <laughs> so Viviana asked Mirla about first impressions and how usually people are worried about how they are perceived the first time they meet someone. And Mirla shakes her head and says, nope, I didn't care. I was like, that's gangster. She doesn't care. That, that's the part of her I like. Yeah. Yes. 
Mm-hmm. She didn't care because she was like, "You do realize, you know, this is the first thing." She's like, "I don't care. This is." I'm fine. And then care. she says something to the effect of, "Well, this is how I'm gonna be, so I might as well be myself up front." And I was like, "Good job." Mm-hmm. Especially with this, because there's time constraint on this, so it's not like she could build up to, you know, the fake persona that we all try to be when we first start dating someone. We're so sure. wonderful. We don't poop. Yeah, we do. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, we poop. We we also- spoiler alert. We poop. We poop. Well. Not me, I'm a lady. I don't, right, I don't of course. <laughs> so I wanted to know, like, do you know if they film Decision Day eight weeks exactly? Or do they wait until it starts airing? Because the thing no, is... No, it's that... eight weeks exactly. Oh, that's yeah. interesting. Because that gives me... That makes it even more impressive than Marilla gives Zero Fox because you would think that she came in a little defensive, kind of like, well, if you don't like it too bad kind of attitude. Mm-hmm. So I thought, are they, like filming this after it airs and people are saying she's a bitch so she's no nope huh interesting even unfiltered even unfiltered i think they film some of them before it airs oh yeah interesting Mm -hmm. so then of course viviana because she loves sex she has sex on a brain she asks about intimacy she's all about banging and mirla says she wanted to take things slow because she wanted to get to know who he is and she said things have gone from zero to a hundred okay by the way i for- completely okay. forgot to mention that gil walks in oh, and hold on hold on is the police car arresting the airplane outside of your window i believe so yes <laughs> let me check they have it's pulled new over york the city, plane guys. it's new york city you gotta love we can't city. miss a second of your brilliance so repeat again what you were just saying so I'm going to back up a little and mention that Gil is in the room. I completely forgot to yeah. even mention that he he's in, in the there. room. And I will comment on his suit. He looked hot. He was wearing a powder blue suit. It was yes. gorgeous on his skin. It was good. Gorgeous. So yeah, so Gil is there as well. You know, I was just overtaken by Mila and her brattiness <laughs> because that's what we all focus on. So, you know, Gil is like, hold on. We didn't go from zero to 100. We went from zero to 45 to then another 45 to then eventually 100 and then they asked her like oh did you consummate the marriage and Mila has a like a grin on her face and she says no she has like a weird smirk and then Gil says they did about two weeks ago well Viviana calls her out Dr. Viviana says you can't lie to us or something like that so like it was kind of yeah I still didn't like that he was telling people and I'll get to that later (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say something about that, too. So Pastor Kyle suddenly goes, I have a question. Is that your wedding ring? Because she has, like, this huge, like, ring that's just, like, showing off, yeah. glistening. And Mila says, no. Have you seen my wedding ring? It's ugly. <laughs> <laughs> and then Pastor Kyle goes, so, girl, you've mentioned that she can be a negative Nancy. Tell us more about how much she annoys you. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, Lord, here we go. And Does Gil her said, joy spark anger in your heart? That's what we need to know. You know, Gil says he's fun-loving and optimistic. And, of course, when things don't go Mirla's way, it dampers his mood. So yeah. that's the reason why he says it could be draining at times, like her energy. Um, and then, of course, she does the, the thing that we love to do. I hear you. I receive it. I reject it. No, she says, <laughs> I hear you, and I'm working on it. So I like that. I feel like Mirla's been through therapy. She uses some therapy talk. Yeah, she does. Because yeah. mm-hmm. she's Good like, I'm her. taking this in. Um, 
you know, yep. processing this. Give me a minute to digest. And she blah, even blah, blah. says at some point, like, this is helpful for me to have somebody who lets me know when I'm doing this. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, I mm-hmm. think she's in a very good place for her to yeah. be married for what she wants. So I agree. they shift topics and we go to finances because that's like their big Achilles heel. It's like finances because women be shopping and Gil hates mm-hmm. it. So <laughs> Gil says she's money driven and I'm not. And he says she wants to earn the most she can, the fastest she can. And I thought, well, what's wrong with that? That's called being ambitious. It's not like she's trying to make a quick buck with a pyramid scheme. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's not selling Lou LaRoe. No, she's not. Right. Or Herbalife. No offense to my friends who sell Herbalife. But anyway, he's content with being a thousandaire, but she wants to be a millionaire. Um, Gil, I want to be a billionaire. How about that? Yeah. I think what what Gil is saying, and I I can only, I'm going to be the Gil interpreter here because I feel like Gil does about money, so I get it. It does not impress him. Like Mm -hmm. his, his, job and his ambitions in life are more around doing like being fulfilled in a spiritual or kind of different way than just being after money now i'm well aware that's a position of privilege you know what i mean i have a decent job that allows me to be that way but i just think he's like when she says he aspires to live in a shack. No, he doesn't. No. He didn't say that. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's turned off by money. She's turned on by money. That's the yeah, problem. Because, exactly. I mean, I think that when you come from humble beginnings, it could go two ways. Either it can go one of two ways. It could make you that you just want, 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 and you're never satisfied. Yes. Or it makes you so appreciative of what you have that you don't ask for too much. Yes, and, what and we're, you're right. Because what we're seeing is two people who came from the similar upbringing. Yeah turned out in different two different exactly. ways yeah bingo leslie jesus Woo-hoo, i'm getting a phd <laughs> <laughs> so um mirla like we mentioned she's like gil is happy living in a box and gil says come on <laughs> he's like i don't aspire to live in a box <laughs> yeah like, he's not a cat i'm not like, trying to live in a box he's just aiming towards living you know, comfortably without all these extra amenities. Because she's like, yeah. if we could have like a doorman or a driver, if we could have this, if we could have that, why not? And he's like, I could be your garbage man. I could be your valet. I could be this. Like, why are we spending money on this lifestyle? He takes pride in doing those things. Mm-hmm. And I think that he, that's what he's trying to impart to her. Like, I enjoy doing things for myself. Yeah. And doing these things around the house and walking the dog. And you know what I mean? He enjoys those things. Yeah. So that's why Viviana says Gil has a sense of self-efficiency that Mila would rather pay premium for. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she just wants yeah. to throw money at a problem, which is similar to me. when Because I lived by myself for so long that I got mm-hmm. used to, like, TaskRabbit and all these other little yeah, apps where sure. you just pay people to build your furniture because I can't do any I can't follow well when I feel like when you're in New York City though it's a whole different game yeah like getting anything done there is so logistically difficult you just have to pay people to shit so I'm just like (laughs) right what is this what I gotta do like you can't hop in a car and go down the store and buy a bookcase and bring it home like everything is difficult my sister lives there everything is difficult yeah so I'm used to that that mentality of like, oh, just pay for it. Like, yeah. if you can afford to pay for it. Sure. Whereas he's more like, well, I can do it myself. And I'm like, well, I can do it myself in the sense that I can afford to pay for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. how I am. Yep. So 
it's just interesting that they are still talking about the same thing, rehashing the same thing. So this yep. is making you think, this is not going well. Yeah. And then the moment of truth. Mirla says she enjoys being with him every day. And that if she could redo the experiment, she would. But of course, change a bunch of things. And Pastor Cal looks like he died on the side. <laughs> but, <come on. laughs> but ultimately, she says yes. She wants to stay married. And this is what I spoiled for Leslie. I, I messaged her. I'm like, kill him, you yes. And she's like, I hate your fucking guts. <laughs> I, was like, no. I was like, yay, no. <laughs> but what's funny is that Gil says, you know, he turns so serious and he's like, several weeks have been growing experience for him, but they are two different people. And I'm like, oh no, oh no, because it comes to drive and her mood and her mood affects him because if she's not happy, then no one's happy. And I'm like, I think that's with every relationship with between a man and a woman. If a woman's not happy, yeah. their life's not good. <laughs> yeah. Yep. But he does say he's in love with her. Yeah. He loves her passion and respects yep. her hustle. So yep. he says, yes. Hey, he, he is only going to benefit from her making a fuck ton of money. Yeah. Like, and Viviana's crying. She's like, oh, my God. Yes. So have you noticed the pattern? You've noticed the pattern, right? So the pattern, they must make them write down their answers. Probably. like Somewhere. Beforehand. Yeah, because they will always... So they always pick the person who's going to say yes first. Mm -hmm. That person goes. So that the other person could get blindsided. So that the other person can say no. Like if if they pick the no person first, like say say Gil said no, right? Mm -hmm. And if Gil went first, Mirla's going to want to change her answer to no. Yeah. So like very rarely do you see a no first and a yes second. You'll never see that. Yeah. So they'll always, they, they, they must know who's going to say what. Because yeah. they change it up. Yeah. Probably. Because there's also, um, I watched this other show. It was like a HBO Max exclusive. Like, <gasps> How Island. dare you? You're not just watching Married at First Sight all the time? I watch everything. <laughs> so, yeah. So, in F-Boy Island, towards the end, one of the things is, like, you get to decide if you want to stay with the person or not. So, you have mm -hmm. to write it down before you reveal. Yes. So, there could have been an instance where you said, oh, I'm going to stay with you, but really in the real truth you had said no but you changed your mind but then they will bring that up and be like well you said oh they bring it up okay yeah yeah so it would have yeah. been like that too yeah it'll be interesting i wonder um if we're ever gonna find that out if they have to write it down they yeah. must they must okay because so with, like michaela and zach like that could have gone it... don't spoil Ugh. so well, i hate that motherfucker it. i'm coming for him okay <laughs> All right, um, so we're going to stay with Leslie, and we're going to move right into Bow and Johnny. Ugh, whammy. Okay, so here we go. So Bow comes in dressed in this killer red dress. Like, it is so form-fitting. She looks amazing. Her hair is, like, a little tied up, and it's like, has, like, a few, like, little hairs coming She's down gorgeous. Face. She just looks gorgeous. Red and really does look good on her. Did you get the picture of the earrings I sent you? No, I need to look at that. Oh, she's wearing RGB earrings. <gasps> That's amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I sent it to you. Maybe I maybe I didn't. I have it. Oh, I'm going to put it on Instagram. Yeah. Um, <laughs> RGB earrings. So. Yeah. That was good. Oh, man. Because she mm -hmm. looked great. And she looked great. And so it's like, she just always looks great and she looks 
very, like, she's clear-headed. Like, she knows what she's going to say. Johnny walks in, and he's still all over the place. And it's like, this could go either way. Yeah. Yep. You know? And then we see, of course, like, the the flashbacks of all their times together. The wedding day. And yep. then all these other things. And it's just like, you see how there was potential for two seconds. But then there was always, like, yeah. a little... Yep. Because he there was, was potential with something. That's the one thing I have to say. In the flashbacks, I did enjoy seeing them all in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Because they were all, like, happy and ready to ready to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And everyone is beaming and they're so excited. And, and the fact that they flash back to her being like, I'm so excited you're my husband. And I'm just like, oh, uh, I don't so Johnny's there. He's like in a tan suit or something. He looks visibly nervous. And Dr. Pepper kicks things off by asking, if you were to describe this experience, what would you say were the best moments? And Bao says, there were more highs than lows. I was like, huh? Mm. And that was that the wedding was amazing and that they defied death together. And she re- and she remembers that, and she's, like, smiling. She remembers being mm-hmm. beaming that day and just being so happy. And yep. for Johnny, it was the smaller moments, the unplanned things in the day-to-day that gave him a peek into what it would be like to be married to her and hate her. So those were the moments that he loved. <laughs> Did you feel like his suit was giving you a Pee-wee's Big Adventure vibe? He just, he was looking so uncomfortable that maybe that's why. Okay, maybe. Because <laughs> he was squirming a lot, so. Yeah, yeah, he was. So their biggest challenge, as we all know, was communicating effectively. And according to Johnny, he did not run. In the past, he would have bailed sooner. But he um, says this. He left every single night. So Exactly. Yeah. So Viviana asked Bao, do you agree with what Johnny is saying? And she says, no, I don't. Cut to Johnny looking like usual. Miserable. What? Like, Pikachu face. Exactly. So Bao says that in many ways, Johnny has been running from the marriage. And he had even told her that had it not been for the show, he would have walked the first week. And I'm like, holy shit. Like, the first week? Like, it was that bad? Yeah, I remember seeing that. Didn't he tell her that in the time? Like, this is this is the moment I would have said goodbye or I would have oh, checked yes, out. He told yes, her that. I do remember yeah. that, but I felt like yeah. it was kind of like saying I would have said goodbye, but because we're married, I'm sticking it out. Yes, he's like, yes. And he's he been into like, his ring. Yeah, like, he's he been like hostage. emotionally abusing her from day one. Yeah, because yeah. then he points to his ring because of this. Mm-hmm. This old ball and chain. <laughs> and Dr. Pepper chimes in and asks, can she track those moments? And Bao says that it's been when they've had heated arguments that she didn't get to say what really was on her mind because she was afraid he would get louder and angrier. And then he gives this lame example of like, I've never been that loud. When I speak to you, I'm at this level. And when I get louder, I'm at this level. And I'm just like, dude. And then Johnny Jr. appears. Don't tell me to shut up. I will kill you, Dr. Pepper Schwartz. <laughs> you know. And Johnny happens. says, he's sorry she that she couldn't speak up. <coughs> Bullshit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you okay was, there? <laughs> I was actually watching this in the living room. Did you just open your mouth a little bit? Is that what was going on? Yeah, 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 yeah. I was watching it in the living room 
And I literally paused in that moment and said, bullshit. And Coco, my parrot, hand to God, said, shit. Were you like that meme in bed and Coco was next to you? Basically. Okay. That was that was us <laughs> watching. Because whenever I sigh heavily, she goes, shit. So she went, Aww. shit. And I was Aww. like, exactly. That's what I mean, Coco. Okay. So producer right. Coco is on it. She sees through Johnny. Okay. She's Coco, a parrot. Coco can live to see another day then. Yeah. She's okay. a parrot. She sees through his bullshit. Yeah. And I, I kept thinking like, Dude, stop. Johnny, stop trying to be Johnny the good guy. Stop trying to make that happen. It's like fetch. It's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. Mm -mm. You know, you can call it a bad edit. Call it whatever you want. But in what we have seen, you do not look good. Just admit it. You do not look good. All of these guys this season are trying to get a good edit. Yeah, that's all it is. Mm Mm-hmm. So he feels that the arguments have not escalated and that he never yells at her and that he's listening most of the time. Okay. I love he's like, he's listening most of the time when she's speaking. Yeah, yeah. And then Bao, of course, very calmly says, I think you're misremembering things. I love how calm and cool she is under pressure. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So Dr. Pepper wants to uncover how they trigger each other. unsolvable (laughs) argument and so of course Johnny blames Bao saying she's so dead set on one person being right and placing the blame and she always has to be right and so he wants to be he doesn't want to be married to someone who always blames him for everything that goes wrong and in doing so he's blaming her for everything that went wrong exactly Mm -hmm. so Dr. Mm -hmm. Pepper brings up that bitch Sarah and how he was looking for validation (laughs) For his negative feelings towards Bao. So Johnny gives a weak-ass apology saying he's sorry he spoke to Sarah about their Mm -hmm. marriage. That he went behind her back. He knows that that was, you know, her best friend, blah, blah, blah. He was distraught. And only only she understood how awful Bao could be. So he needed to confide in her. Okay. (laughs) Look, I'm not saying Bao's perfect. No, far from it. But I don't see her being this monster. Like, she's a little uptight and a little, you know what I mean? Like, okay, she's a taskmaster. And she sets boundaries. Boundaries which she had crossed because, you know. Well, Johnny's not used to dating women with self-respect. Not at all. He wants stage five clingers, remember? Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Yep. He's Vince Vaughn in The Wedding Crashers. And then I started wondering, like, is Sarah even real? Did we ever meet Sarah? Because we've met Bao's friends. They were mostly male except for on. So I'm mm-hmm. like, is this a producer? Or is this just the... God, who, who knows Sarah? on the show? Who knows? Who is this bitch? It's probably like Dr. Viviana's first cousin or something. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm starting to think, my notes say, I'm starting to think Sarah isn't even real. Yeah. We, we need... <laughs> Sarah brought out at the reunion. Maybe they'll do that. <gasps> That would be awesome. Yeah, that would be awesome. Oh, dong, dong, dong. Mm-hmm. So Pastor Cal chimes in and says, we see two intelligent, attractive people who we believed have all the necessary ingredients to make a great couple that could accomplish anything but their issues they encountered in their dating lives they brought into their marriage. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yep. Do you hear Coco? <laughs> I hear her. Her, her, right? Am I misgendering yeah, her. Coco? Okay. Um, I hear Coco. Coco is irate. Coco hates Johnny. Coco hates 
Johnny, and Bao agrees. <laughs> so now it's decision time. And this is what it's all leading up to. Johnny goes first. He says it's a difficult decision. And that they want, they went through so many of those. And Bao is just like, mm-hmm. You know, I'm bowing her hands. Mm-hmm. Like, yep, I'm listening mm-hmm. to you. And she just says, just say what you're feeling. And then he says, yes. Let's see what happens without the cameras, without the lights, without the cameras. I was stunned. I was like, what? I think collectively America went, <gasps> what did he just say? <laughs> I was like, what? Why? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's so yeah. mo- She's a monster. She's evil. You yep. hate her. Yep, or she's a liar. Yep, she's a liar. You hate when she's joyful. She's childish. He doesn't yep. he doesn't find that attractive. Yep. He's not banging. Why would you say yes? <laughs> Jesus Christ. So now it's Bao's turn. She starts off by saying she thought she came in knowing her decision and didn't anticipate how hard it would be. And I was like, oh, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. And then she says no. And she wants a divorce. <laughs> And those I dissent earrings are flailing in the the Amazing. studio lights. She's our hero. So she says no, and she wants a divorce because she came in for commitment and support and uh-huh. doesn't have that, and she's very unhappy. Yeah. I, I think America went from <gasps> to yay! Yeah. <laughs> and I think that destroyed his ego. Good. Because if, if, if this marriage was going to fail... He was going to blame it all on her, mm-hmm. and he was going to be the one to dump her. He would have wanted that. Yeah. This is what I'm saying. Like, the producers knew this. Because if they went with her first and she said no, he 100% would have said, said no. Would have said no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they knew this. So, all right. So, yeah. So then he says, was marriage that bad <laughs> to the producers? And I'm just like, were you not watching? Yeah. Did you yeah. not live what we saw? Yeah. And then Bao tells producers it's a little too late and I don't trust anything he says. And I was like, you go, girl, because I wouldn't trust him either. No, no. I'm Because if say he's what... like this in front of cameras, what is he like off camera? I'm going to say to Johnny what I end up saying to a lot of people. Don't you know we can see you? We can see you. <laughs> this is a camera. We can see you. Okay. Oh, my God. That just reminded me of um, this guy. Oh, my God. What is his name? I'm going to like my brain, my brain, my brain. I see him. He's um, a wrestler, actor, and he does this thing in front John of John Cena. Face. Yes, John Cena. Same wow, <laughs> I cannot believe I got that. How that did was you like, that? I don't know. <laughs> that just came into mind. Listen, going like listen. That. I know, I know, like five wrestlers. Here they are. Ready? The yes. Rock. Is he a wrestler? The Rock. Yes. Dwayne John Cena. Rock Johnson. John mm-hmm. Cena. The Ultimate Warrior. Yes. Hulk Hogan mm-hmm. and Andre the Giant. That's it. Oh, wait, That's I know. Her, I know, you don't know um, The Undertaker? I know The Undertaker and I know Rick Macho Flair? Man Randy Savage. And Ric Flair. Yeah, all the, my what? wrestling references are from the 80s. Yeah, that's what I was like, no. Well, his daughter Charlotte Flair is a wrestler now, so oh, I watch okay. it from time to Okay, all right. I know it's make-believe, you guys. Don't tease me. Let Leslie ha- let her have this. Jesus. Yes, let me have this. I grew up with boys. That's all I was forced to watch in scary movies. That's why I'm twisted. Okay. Your turn. Now we're moving to Potato. All right. So we get a flashback of the manatee scene with Brett and Ryan, and I'm here for it. 
I'm here for it. I, it's the truest representation of me that I've ever seen on the screen. When she's gone, he's like, "Look at the manatee," and she's like, "No, nope, no, nope, I can see it in my peripheral vision. That's enough. No, 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 can't look at it." Um, we also get Baxter. Oh, and the camera zooms in on him, and he's sitting on her lap, and he's like, "I will destroy you," <laughs> with like red eyes. All right. Um, and then I just wrote, I forgot how quickly this went downhill. Yeah. Because they started off pretty strong on the honeymoon. Because in my recollection, I thought it sucked from the beginning. Yeah. Because I remember him saying that she was not his type. He's never dated, like, a girl with red hair like that. I know. I know. Now, don't forget, guys. These experts, they are privy to much more than we will ever see. Mm -hmm. They know and they see everything, right? So I was watching very closely how they greeted each of these people. Yep. Brett walks in and it is like their long lost sister has come through the door. Yep. They're like, Brett! And they're hugging her. Dr. Dr. Cal, listen to me. Pastor Cal's like kissing her, winging her around. They're like, you look amazing. Like everybody loves Brett. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about this. Like even all the other girls love her. Yes. So, so who's the problem here, right? Exactly. So then Ryan comes in and they're like, oh, hey, what's up? Like, oh, you're here. <laughs> Sit down. Okay, let's get this over with. Um, he greets Pastor Cal, by the way, as Cal. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Viviana is Viviana. Only Dr. Pepper gets the doctor. Mm-hmm. Okay. I so guess he drinks that drink. Well, he's scared of her. Remember he said he's scared of her? Yeah, he is scared of her. Yep. So they're remembering the good times. And Brian says, Ryan really takes good care of people around him. And she really likes that. This is what I'm saying about him. I do honestly believe he is a decent human being. Yeah. If he was just real, he would have gotten a good edit because it would have just been who he is. He could have done... The thing is that I think that he thought, in his mind... I'm going to analyze him now. Okay, go. We're going into Ryan's mind. Ready? 57% into my doctoral degree in psychology. Wait, I'm doing the Wayne's World. (laughs) Go ahead. In Ryan's mind, mm-hmm. he gave it his best shot because he stuck through it. Meanwhile, he was doing things on the side that was sabotaging any chance of this ever working out. But he doesn't see it that way. He says, the fact that I showed up, that's me trying. And dude, that's not enough. Yeah, I pretty much agree with all of that. Except in Ryan's mind, there's also a constant loop of Nickelback. <laughs> <laughs> It's torture. Now I feel bad for him. Okay. <laughs> no, I think you're 100% right. You're 100% right. And he very skillfully and very purposefully never said anything negative about her on camera. Nope. Only so that he could say he never said anything negative about her on camera. Because they could, they could have had a conversation in the sense where he's like, you know, it's week three, let's say. Yeah. I'm trying really hard. I think you're amazing, but yep. I'm not feeling the spark. Yep. You know, let's or, try a different approach. Or our differences, like the things that we like to do in life and the thing they're just I think they're too big, our differences. I'm so not let's just feeling be connected so to let's you. Just, yeah. You know, like take but it by, from that approach. So I I think I realized what makes this icky. By him not saying that and just continuing to praise her. It makes us assume that it's about her looks then. Yeah. Like if she has a fantastic quality girl, if she has such a fantastic personality, then it must be because she's not, you know, blonde and a pencil and whatever, Mm -hmm. whatever his type is. I'm just saying 
it makes yeah. us assume it's about her looks. And I don't think it is. No. But we assume that because of his weird pseudo praise of her that he keeps doing. Yeah. When guys always say things like, oh, you're so awesome. You're so amazing. You're this. You're wonderful. It's like it starts to become like, I'm going to break up with you because, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm yeah. not that into you. Kind yeah. Of thing. Yeah. So exactly. that's where it comes off. Yes. Yes. Okay. So. So they they all agree that um, Ryan like is a decent human being. The experts say that, right? Mm-hmm. Ryan then says like Brett is very sweet and friendly and outgoing, and she's a great person. And Dr. Pepper's like, you seem like a respectful, lovely gentleman. So how can a respectful and I love Dr. Pepper does not Ooh, know how to that. use the dating app terms. Mm-hmm. She goes, how can a respectful, loving gentleman? lovely gentlemen start a dating app while married even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And he says, they talked about that. Um, no, you didn't. You had a five-second conversation about it in the kitchen as you were literally like robbing candlesticks to make an excuse <laughs> to get over there. And he says he's forever apologetic that Brett had to deal with this and it wasn't his attention and he never meant for it to happen. And Viviana says, it didn't just happen. You did it. Thank you. Thank Thank you. you. On behalf of English teachers everywhere, thank you for the distinction between passive and active voice. Everybody should use that in their classroom. Mm -hmm. Ryan says, look, we had an initial connection, but we lost it. And he's like, I hate to say this, but... I have a type like I'm 35 and I have a type and she's just not it. And Dr. Pepper's like, is type the issue? Because you've dated a lot of your type and it hasn't worked. The feelings just never came. And Brett says, look, if we're being honest, I was also waiting for feelings to come. But I was kind of doing the fake it till you make it. Like I wanted to create memories and create moments and hope that it would evolve naturally. Yeah. And Pastor Cal says, I don't know what else Brett could have done to get you there because she's, and he goes on to this like 20 minute rant about how great Brett is. Mm-hmm. She's funny. She's smart. She's amazing. Da, da, da. She's ride or die, he says. And then, like, what's the problem? And Brett she's says... She's wifey material. She's wifey material. And Brett says she doesn't think Ryan was ready to be married. And she says she really thinks they do want the same things deep down, like to have a family, to have kids. But this just didn't work. And Ryan says he wishes he did a better job of communicating with her, and he knows that he tipto- tiptoed around a lot of uncomfortable conversations. Okay. Yeah. Now it's decision, de- decision time. 
They both say no. Shocker. Dr. Pepper says she hopes they use this as she she's like, you guys did nothing wrong. I hope that you use this as a platform to build a stronger life. And Ryan tells the camera, this is a relief, but he's a better man for it. Brett tells the camera, bye, (laughs) pretty much. And that's it. That's them. And the good thing about her is that she said that despite this experience not turning out the way she hoped, she still believes in love and that she will find someone. Yep. She won. And she will have people sliding into her DMs immediately. Of course. Yes. She's gorgeous. And she's like a girl's girl. She really is. Okay, so now, the clusterfuck of all clusterfucks. Oh, my, 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 my Are you is. ready to gaslight? <laughs> Michaela and Zach. Michaela and Zach. Take it away, girl. So, Michaela, I got a comment on what she's wearing. She's wearing, like, it, it's a dress. Oh, yeah, Brett was wearing a dress. Brett was wearing, like, a silver <laughs> <laughs> sparkly dress. So, yeah. So it's a button. It looks like a similar to Mirla in terms of like a button down shirt, collared, but it had like cutoffs and stuff. And she had like a belt. It was really, really cute. She, she looked really, really good. Boots. And her hair looked great. Her hair looked great. She had like her natural mm-hmm. curly hair. Mm-hmm. Yep. Gorgeous. And the yep. lip. Oh my God. Agreed. She's amazing lips. Mm-hmm. So then we see a clip of their roller coaster marriage, which is exactly mm-hmm. how they end up calling it. And that was what <laughs> I put in my notes roller coaster marriage. Somebody on and... Facebook was calling um, calling it the fly swatter when she's going, I can't, I can't. And she's like swatting the air. And then she gets up and runs away. I'm like, yeah, it's a new move. A new move. The yeah. fly swatter. I can't, I can't. Yeah, that's um... actual footage of me in my car when a bug gets in there. Oh my God, no. <laughs> So it's it's just weird because, you know, Zach is the, walks in, he's in a suit, he's always looking sharp because he's a good looking man. He's and they're both good. smiling. So you're just mm-hmm. like, okay, they're on the same page. Yep. So Michaela says she's relieved to be there. And Dr. Pepper asks them their version of their marriage. So what's your <laughs> version of your marriage? And what happened Michaela in your says, alternate reality? Yeah, like cue us in to what's going on in Michaela's headspace. Yeah. So she says, my version of the marriage was a really big learning lesson for myself. Had beautiful moments and crazy moments, and she's happy all of it happened. Okay. Sure. So Zach pulls out a note from his coat pocket. The expert's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Is this your decision? Like, what's happening? (laughs) I felt like, is he going to shoot her? Like, what is happening? He's just reaching for his coat pocket. (laughs) He's like, no, 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 this is just my thoughts on the marriage. So mm-hmm. he has to read from it because he can't look her in the eye because he's a coward. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, he says that she made him a better man. And that she he sees today as the beginning for them and that everything they've been through, hurricane and laughter, was worth it. And he is he crying at this point? Thing. Is he crying at this point? I forget. He's like choking up. Okay. And then he's like, he thanks her for loving him and says he he can honestly say he loves her too. So this is when he starts like kind of breaking down. Mm-hmm. So Michaela starts crying and says, it's been a journey to hear that to come. It's been a journey. So to hear that coming from him means a lot. So he really cares about her and her emotions. So that is what she's thinking because he just said he really loves her. You made me a better man. You're even, you know, next to my mom, you're you know, the best woman I ever known. Yeah. And blah, blah, blah. 
Which, on behalf of moms everywhere, fuck you, dude. You know some girl eight weeks and she's on par with me? No. <laughs> anyway. How dare you try to come for the throne? How dare you? So then Pastor Cal's like, okay, Zach, so how are you feeling now? Because he knows, like, this is a flip-flopper. And he says, I'm just honestly just happy. And then he's mm-hmm. all teary-eyed. And he says he's thankful. And then he full-on cries. That's when he starts sobbing. Yeah. And he can mm-hmm. barely speak. And he says that when he met the experts, he was just so happy. Again, on behalf of Libras everywhere, I get this. I feel this. <laughs> <laughs> this is me, like, in therapy every week. <laughs> oh, my God. And then he turns to Michaela and says, outside of my mom, you're the most amazing woman. I know. Yeah. Mom's mom's over there like, I will fucking cut you. (laughs) Viviana's like, wait a minute. You two are gushing right now. But we've seen your journey. Help us make sense of this mess. And I love that she said that. And then Zach says, actions speak louder than words. And the fact that Michaela is still showing up having the conversations, putting the effort. There must be love there. Then he turns to her after being instructed by Dr. Pepper to talk to her directly. He says, you must love me unless you're crazy. <laughs> and I'm like, or both. Oh you know, and yeah. then he does make that joke, or both, you know. And, you know, we don't, in this podcast, we try not to call women crazy or emotional. Of course, be yes. little their struggles and journeys and everyone has a path and they react Mm -hmm. to things differently. But just putting that out there, her behavior has been explosive and yes, at times a bit erratic, but Zach has played a very heavy hand in the way she has reacted. And let's not forget that. So it's not just all hers. We said three episodes ago, she's reacting to something. Yes. She's not reacting well, Granted, but she was definitely reacting to something that we couldn't see. And then yeah. all of a sudden he comes along with his gaslighting. I want to say no on decision day and then continue to bang. And I don't know, whatever. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So then Michaela says that after the last sit down, the one where they were forced to like, you know, agree to hold hands and see each other when then he wanted her to spend the night or whatever, that she says that she says that she's putting into practice listening to each other. And that she acknowledges that the Hurricane K business and her knee-jerk reaction is not okay. Let's take yeah. a moment to process and cue the Hallelujah Choir. Because, thank you, baby Jesus. Praise the Lord. Michaela oh, has seen the lights. We're bringing baby Jesus into this. We're bringing okay. baby Jesus because he's more powerful. Okay. <laughs> In my mind, babies are weirdly strong. <laughs> so... She sees that her reaction is not right because there was a point, if you recall, a few weeks ago, a few episodes ago, she was not even acknowledging that she did anything Not even acknowledging, no. So the fact that she realizes her behavior was not okay is a huge step, so. That's not radioactive baby Jesus. If you're near him, he just, you know, gets his radioactivity on you and you start to see (laughs) things differently. So then, the moment of truth. Michaela says, Yes, she wants to see what the future holds. And so she wants to stay married. And we're like, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. Now it's Zach's turn. 
Wait, first there's like an 85 minute long commercial break. Now we're back. Mm -hmm. So there's a long pause and the music is intensifying. Mm -hmm. And then he says he wants a divorce. And as like, predicted, as predicted, Pastor Cal's yeah. like, what, what? What are you talking and then about? He says, pick up. What, what? It's not a bad thing. He says he wants a divorce the last eight weeks of experience, but willing to see where things go. Okay. Dr. Pepper's like, what the fuck, dude? Zach, come closer. Come closer, Zach. We, we, we let you go with the bee analogy. Okay, we mm -hmm. let that happen. We understand you're a poet at heart. You're tender. You're Libra. We get it. We followed the bee analogy. We didn't love it, but we followed it. This is a bridge too far. This is a metaphor too far. You're fucking it up. You're not doing it right. You you say you want to stay married, but divorce the last eight weeks. Boom. Over. Done. That's how it goes. Okay. Then this is what I love about Pastor Cal, because he's like, <laughs> no, I've always been a fan of yours. But oh, no. I don't believe you're communicating this in a way that's... <laughs> <laughs> you have to laugh. He's like, it's possible or like or understandable for her. You're putting he's, the nail in he's, the coffin. He's doing the like, dude, no, shh, shh, no, stop talking, stop talking. <laughs> so then, Mister Cow has to explain to Zag. <laughs> he has to break this down to him that if he wants to be with Michaela, he's gonna have to decide if he wants to stay married to her. How is that so difficult to understand? Right. So Michaela like, do asks, you "Do you want to stay to married? married? <laughs> yes or no?" And he says, "No," because that means to me, I'm not divorcing the past. But then, in the same breath, he says, "I still want to see where this goes." So Okay, so does this mean, according to Zach logic, does this mean if my husband and I have been married 15 years, hit a rough patch, mm -hmm. okay? Everybody, somebody said in a review, and every time I mention my husband, they're going to take a drink. So go ahead, take your drink. <laughs> um, so does this mean if year 16 is really rough and we're in couples counseling and we don't like each other anymore, that once we work through that, he can say, now I want to get a divorce because I want to divorce myself from that problem. And let's just break up, continue to bang, and then get remarried down the road. Is that how this works? It sounds expensive and exhausting. <laughs> All I heard was in that moment, what's heart playing in my mind? Do, 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 I'll go crazy on you. But I was like, if Michaela flips out, justifiable. Violence is never yep. the answer until it is. Yep. And at this yeah. Point, yeah. She's no, going to, I'm kidding. She's going to grab one of Bao's earrings and just stab him with it. Yeah, like, no, yeah. she shouldn't be physical with anyone. Keep your hands to yourself. Of course not. We don't condone that. But it's like, Jesus Christ, now I understand why there is that stereotype, like, women be crazy, they're really hysterical. Because if you're being treated this way, mm -hmm. like, I didn't know what gaslighting was until I saw 90 Day Fiance and I met Jesse. I was like, this is what was done oh, to me. Shit. This is a thing. I have to tell you something real quick aside. Leslie and I are taking over Hey Bunky next week, right? So if you don't know what that is, there's this fantastic podcast called Pink Shade with our bunkies and our loves, Aaron and Mary Payne. And they have a Patreon called Hey Bunky where they cover just, you know, some shit shows or whatever. Leslie and I are taking over Hey Bunky. Mm -hmm. And we're going to talk about the single life and family Chantel, right? Yep. I had to watch Single Life to do it this week. Jesse's back. I know. Jesse's back. 
This is the first three segments. Big Ed. Jesse. And then was it Mother Debbie? I think it was. It just went from bad to worse. It's I was like, how does this... Yeah. So so anyway, guys, if you're watching Single Life, Jesse's back. Get ready. Yeah. Okay. Get ready to hurl. So keep up fucking mm-hmm. Back Back to our current gaslighter. Okay, so Pesachow basically is like, okay, Zach, you need to get your shit together. Because you're saying yes, but I want to work on... The... So if, because saying yes and no are two different things. If you say yes... But I want to work on the past is different from you saying no, but let's continue to hang out. No is a definitive answer, which Zach doesn't seem to comprehend. Nope. Then he has the mini leaks moment, which you are not familiar with the Real Housewives references. It's from Atlanta. Mm -hmm. I said what I said. I said what I said. (laughs) So that means not familiar. (laughs) He wants to get divorced. So no to the marriage, he wants to get divorced, even though he still hopes that they can be together. But Pastor Cal is like, you do realize that Michaela, you said no. For her, that's a no. Yes. Um, So it seems like Michaela's not going to put up with the bullshit anymore. But then later Mm -hmm. on, we kind of see her saying like, oh, well, we'll see. So it's, it's a little confusing at that point. Yeah. But what was fascinating was they all, you know, say goodbye and they leave. And then... Pastor Cal and Viviana are like, what the fuck is going on? And they're just looking yeah. at each other like, have you seen yeah. this? Like, am I here Dr. right Pepper now? Dr. Pepper yeah. out. She wasn't even there anymore. She was just sitting there like, whatever. Dr. Pepper's like, I ain't got time for this bullshit. By the way, did you notice how short Dr. Pepper is? She is tiny. She's got to be like 4'10". Like, people... Like, dangling like, from that stool. Right, like, Michaela is full-on bending over to give her a hug in the chair. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So let's get to Rose, or as I call them, Rachel. Okay. So Jose and Rachel, we have flashbacks. They're being perfect. We see the whiteboard again. We hear about the credit score, whatever. So they rehash the argument that they had. That's the big thing. They come in. They look nice. She's wearing a dress. He's wearing a suit. Fine. It's good. So they rehash the argument, and Viviana asks her to talk about the deadbolt. Rachel says the way that Jose argued with her really scared her. And he says verbatim. Are you ready for this? Verbatim. Mm -hmm. Clearly, my actions did not serve the relationship appropriately. Okay, so he's clearly not taking any responsibility. And he's speaking in passive voice. But then he also says, quote, Again, you know, it's tough when someone wants to throw in the white towel. Okay, here we go with these metaphors that he always gets wrong again. Mm -hmm. It's white flag or throw in the towel, whatever. But he again is like pivoting to make this about her reaction. And that drives me crazy. Anybody would have had that reaction, dude. Any woman would have had that reaction. Anyway, okay. Dr. Pepper asks him if he trusts Rachel. And he's like, you know, this is tough because, you know, if she hits the fan, if shit hits the fan, will she leave? Leslie, I'm just giving you the stare. Like, I want to murder him. I mean, Decision she time. is leaving because I hear a plane flying over me. I'm leaving on a jet plane. Okay. Decision time. Jose says, I really care about you, okay? You know, when you do things for me, you know, I know you love me, okay? He says, we're awesome, and I love you, and you know, I want to stay married. Rachel says, 
we chose to be married at first sight, but we didn't get to choose who we married. And then she says, their marriage is not perfect, but today she chooses him. And everyone hugs, and they're super happy. Like, it was fine. But we knew what was happening. We knew that they were going to say yes. Mm Mm-hmm. I will say this. A lot of people are pretty angry over the predictions that came out early in the season because a lot of them were wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So now there's a group scene at the end that I'm just going to cover pretty quickly. So at the end, the group has dinner together. Johnny tells the camera he wants to know if anyone else had the roller coaster day that he did. You mean when you got dumped on national television? (laughs) Um, So they gather around and they they start with Jachel. Jose tells them what happened and Bao tells the camera, like, it's so obvious. Come on. Like, they're lovey-dovey. They're perfect. They're Rosé forever. You know, no one thought they were going to split up. Gil tells them what happened and Mirla says she's really happy about building a home together. And he also tells the whole group that they consummated the marriage. That was Thoughts on that, Leslie? That was not, I was like, why does he have to say this? I don't know why he's saying this. I don't know. We don't, like, we don't need to know that, dude. Jose tells the camera, hmm, looks like they made it across the finish line. That you don't, like, that's, so that's the finish line? Yeah. Okay. Hole in one. You you don't always have to be the biggest, strongest, or fastest to win the race. So, good for them. Brett and Ryan. a perfect couple, so. Of course. You know. So Brett and Ryan reveal what happened with them. And Potato has to make sure that we also know that he said no. Because yeah. she's like, oh, I said no. Da, da, da. And like it, the way she said it was kind of assumed he said no as well. But he's like, yes, and I said no also. Okay, Potato. So then Gil tells the camera, Ryan wasn't real. He's like, I thought they had a good spark in the beginning, but Ryan wasn't real. He's saying one thing and he's doing another. And when you do that, you look like a bad guy. Thank you, Gil. Yeah. Okay. Michaela says she said says yes, but Zach said no. And Zach says, I still want to hang out. <laughs> and Bao tells the camera, this is the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard. Like, the question <laughs> is simple. Do you want to stay married going forward or don't you? You can't have your cake and eat it too, is what yeah. she said. But then one would argue, then why have cake if you can't eat it? Right, right. Or have all the cake. I don't know. I have all the cake. So, Michaela, this is something I noticed that I used to do when I was in a toxic relationship with the gaslighter. Mm -hmm. Michaela says, I think Zach is super sensitive and needs to be away from all of this. And she's like, when I'm talking to him and when I'm talking, you know, when we're talking separately, what he wants to do makes sense. Like, I used to do that about my mm-hmm. ex. Like, I would be like, the minute I was away from rational people and just in his realm, it all made sense to me. And then you go because out and everybody's... Painting, they're the narrators of your story at that point. Right. And then you go out in the world and everybody's like, no, dude, that does not sound right. Yeah. And he doesn't have Michaela isolated enough yet for this mm-hmm. to be effective. Okay, so Brett's like, hey, you guys, you know what? You do you. If you're happy, who cares? It's nobody else's business. Now, Johnny has to tell the crowd that he went into decision day with the intention of no. (laughs) But 
I don't know, bright lights and the experts brainwashing me. I don't know what happened. I said, yes. Okay, whatever. Bao says she made her decision a few weeks ago after a lot of deep reflection. And Gil's like, did it bother you when Johnny said yes and you said no? And she's like, no, it was too little too late. Good. Good on you, girl. Ryan tells the camera, it's weird they didn't work, Bao and Johnny. Like, they should have worked the most. And I felt like, is he just saying that because they're of the same heritage? Oh, my God. I thought the same thing. I'm like, why? Because they're Asian. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, I'm not saying that that's what he's thought, but it came across that way. That came across that way, too. I was yeah, like, I, like I, I, I interpreted it that way. Yeah. That's how I took it. I was like, God, I hope yeah. it's not just me. Bao says she has met wonderful people and her heart is full. And Brett agrees. She's like, we're a family and I love you guys. Okay. Next time, the entire Houston cast is here. I literally have three sentences. Are you ready? Yeah. Guys, watch the preview online. It's everywhere. But I'm going to give you three highlights. Gil has a beard and he's crying. Yep. Michaela's pissed off. Zach storms off. Those are your three clues. Oh, and Michaela also walks off. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She does. Yep. So that's it, guys. That's decision day. Leslie, were you surprised? You know, I was surprised that Bao took her power back, honestly. Me too. I mean, I'm glad that I was hoping she would say no, but I was worried that because her parents stuck it out that she would say yes. And when Me he too. said yes, I was like, oh, no. Me She's too. She's going to say yes. I thought yes. her. Yeah. So yep. I love that. And then you see like a little glimpse of her like walking out. There's a little smile on her face. And I'm just like, yeah. Yep. So we're going to see what happens at the reunion. I mean, supposedly during these reunions and the where are they now? So there's three episodes left. Two Jesus parts Christ. of the reunion. And then the, I'm telling you, it's like 20 episodes this season. <laughs> so and then... um supposedly in the description, like we said last time, spoiler alert, if you don't want to know, skip ahead. Um, supposedly they talk about two former castmates hooking up. So we'll see who's hooking up. People are speculating online that's Marilyn Johnny. I don't think it is. Even oh, though God, I have... No, I hope not. Even though I have been pointing out, and you remember I pointed this out last week, that Johnny defends her all the oh, time. God. Yeah. But I think it's just because he likes her. Like, you know what I mean? They they, they kind of are of the same ilk. Mm-hmm. Like, I think Johnny is kind of into money and success and status. And so I think yeah. they understand that part of each other. I don't think it's anything but more I than that. But I would love for her and Gil to still be together. I don't think that's the case, unfortunately. I don't think so either. So, uh, but we we'll don't know. We don't have any crying. info. Right. What did you say? Uh, I said, we don't have any info on this, so we don't really yeah, we know. Don't. But we don't know. Oh, my God. What if he's crying, he crying because, what if he's crying because somebody mentioned Baxter? There's <laughs> <laughs> nothing to do with him. <laughs> oh, and no. Then, no. And hype then produce. Okay. Please hype be okay, because don't, because I would cry too. <laughs> the producers are going to, like, superimpose Baxter's ghost over the yeah. set. Like the Price is Right heads in the 80s when they would float around the showcase showroom. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Leslie, where can they find you? Um, you can find me on the gram at Sinister Girls and at author Leslie DJ. These are two separate accounts. 
The author one is just me and my pets mostly. So you'll see That's my birds, okay. you'll see Coco, you'll see Perry, and my Joey, my Chihuahua. We want to see Joey. The one is the podcast one where I interview artists and musicians and they sometimes mm-hmm. perform on the show. So there's that. How about you, Amy? I am at Gen X This Is Why. Uh, letter X spell out the Y. And we cover Little House on the Prairie weekly, but we also do blockbusters and some time capsules. We just did, uh, we covered the Price is Right documentary with that guy who memorized the prices and bid the showcase to the exact dollar. I think it was called The Perfect Bid, I think. So we just covered that. So that was pretty I always wanted to do that. Mm So, all right, guys, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with your coverage of part one of the reunion. So thanks a lot for listening. We'll see you soon. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.